So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life, their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, Okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This 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 is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you. And uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's uh, that's another really important thing these days. So, folks, again, culturelife1972.com. Use promo code PATRIOTPARTY, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right? Thank you. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. Way v better. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Yeah. I like the background tonight, babe. Good job. It looks a little Look different. I like it. Uh, we're trying a couple different things here. I want to bring yeah. the pilled folks in. Oh, uh, look at you go. Yeah, see, I had a okay. oh, you shift had a to the screen. Did you talk to Justin? No. No? No, actually, our teenager assisted me. Uh, he's finally... He's actually coming like through with some really good ITT Maybe being ideas. useful for something. Yes, yes, yes. Because he was supposed to help me dig in the dirt when we got home from school today because he had a half day, and instead he took a nap. Yeah, well, what the fuck? That's what teenagers do. Really? You did it. I wanted to take a nap today, but I was digging in the dirt instead, planting garlic and asparagus and onions and strawberry roots, all kinds of fun stuff. I get that. Okay. Uh, so tonight we have a uh, guest with us. We do. It's, uh, uh, it's politics week. And of course, the biggest news broke yesterday, like right after we got off the show. Yeah, like, I mean, within minutes. Right after minutes. We got off all the show. of a sudden, I saw the and we're TVs like, pop up and I was like, shit. Yeah, I came out and like showed make the story, and I was like, "This, this is this might be real." Of course, we're talking about the leak out of SCOTUS of uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned. Turned. And which... I actually have the whole written dissent right here, all two hundred and fourteen pages. So, so do I, babe. Why did we double print this? I have no idea. Why? I guess we really wanted two copies. Yes. So anyway, anyway either way, but, uh, tonight um, we. Uh, are going down to the Lone Star State. Yes. Uh, we're going to get into some Texas politics tonight, mm -hmm. uh, as we do have uh, Richard Welch. You know that you know the politics. You love the politics. Oh, absolutely. So this is all you. Babe. This is uh, well, going to be always you, fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, we will get into that afterwards because we have quite a bit to get into. Tonight. Yes. Yes, so either either way, uh, we're going to bring him in as soon as I figure out what I'm doing. Joking. No kidding, uh, right? I know what I'm doing. And uh, Richard, good evening, sir. How, How are you doing? We're good. We're good. Uh, so tell me, what are you running for? Well, so I just made a run for United States Congress out here in uh, District 38. District 38. Now, what is District 38? What part of Texas is that? Uh, Northwest Houston. Okay. Okay. All right. Know where that is. So and how's that going? Do you guys have your primary already? Yes, we already had the primary. Okay. Did you did you make it through, or are you uh, you you looking at next time? I did not, but I'm I'm definitely going to run again. I know how the game's played now. Yeah. So, what got you into politics? I guess. You know, it's it, it was the attack on the First Amendment. You know, when when COVID started, it was, you know, they started when you have police sitting in the parking lot of uh, churches, making sure people's not going inside to exercise their first amendment of religion and their ability to congregate to do that that that's that's a direct assault on every single american in this country i don't care if you're religious or not uh you know saying that you can't have family gatherings and and you know uh, uh birthday parties and things like that is just uh, i don't even know how to explain it but i just felt so attacked with that you know, and and seeing people get arrested, you know, from a, a Baptist church or a Protestant church is is uh, the last thing, the absolute last thing that should be happening in this country. I mean, this country was founded on religion. Uh, I believe the the Turks in the day they used to to call this the country of God, and 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 to to be able to not uh, represent that appropriately 
whether you're religious or not, is a is a, a downright travesty. Well, last night uh, may have brought us a, a step step closer, closer to to going back to that. Um, I mean, the leak is that the fact that someone leaked anything out of SCOTUS is atrocious in and of itself. I yeah. don't think it's ever happened in two ever never thirty four years. But that's why an FBI investigation was open today on that. It's yeah. funny how fast they can launch an FBI investigation onto SCOTUS, yet we can't seem to launch an FBI investigation into uh, what happened. Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hunter Biden's. La that's a they great one. They can't even find that. Yeah, it's amazing. They don't even know where the evidence is. Right. So. Everybody has Hunter Biden's laptop except for the FBI. Yep. Yes, exactly. We, we might or may or may not have a copy. Um, <laughs> uh, so, how much how much of the vote did you pull? Just I, I'm trying to get a general feel. I know today we're having huge elections in both or huge primaries in both Ohio and Indiana. Um, and early and voting started here in Georgia. It, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, were you endorsed by Trump? I was not. Okay. Uh, and we're, I'm going to ask, there's a reason why I'm asking that. Um, just play with my stupidity here. So uh, I'm just interested to find out what, what was the type of vote turnout and what percentage of the vote you captured. So I got 1% of the vote, but we had nine Republicans running in this primary. Nine of us. Crap. Wow. So that's, yes, that is very big. And, um, there was a lot of backroom dealing going on and to where the precinct chairs were trying to pull together to back one candidate uh, in opposition of another candidate. So it really messed over the rest of us candidates from getting heard. Yeah, we hear about a lot of that going on um, these days, those backroom deals uh, here in Georgia. They, they try and push people that, that are doing well, but that they don't like into other races. They're like, oh, if you run for this congressional seat, then we'll guarantee it for you. How do you guarantee that? Um, yeah. So uh, with that, so you, you got 1% of the vote, which is not shabby. That's actually pretty good uh, considering, uh, considering nine other candidates and you still captured 1% of the vote. That's yeah. really not bad uh, if you really look at the bigger picture of things um, not endorsed by Trump. And you were running for the, uh, so your uh, house of representatives and congressional seat or yeah, congressional district 38. They um, would you consider where you live or in that district? Is that a red district? Would you consider I mean, obviously with nine Republicans running, is that a red district or is it a blue? Oh, district? absolutely. It's a red district. A Republican is going to, is going to win hands down it's it's sweet it's gonna be a blowout but but speaking about the whole donald trump endorsement thing he endorsed one of the most liberal conservatives or republicans rhino that uh that was actually in the race uh this man was backed in 2020 by democrats he took democrat money he was endorsed by democrats uh, he lost in 2020 to a, a very beatable opponent, and he came over here to the brand new district in 38, so that he didn't have to run against anybody. Hmm. Well, that that uh, that's not the first time I've ever heard that. A and B. Uh, did this... he win? Yeah, he won the primary. The Trump endorsed candidate won the primary. Yes, he did. Hmm. Well, he he was backed by Kevin McCarthy, 
Ted Cruz, Dan Crenshaw. He had millions of dollars of out-of-state PAC money poured into his account because he was part of Kevin McCarthy's Young Gun program after he lost in uh, for the 2020 race. So, I mean, it, it's pretty hard to, to go up against millions of dollars. Yeah, you're not... That's not, yeah, we got a lot of people saying that's not suspicious at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that is all, I, that's what I'm afraid of. That's kind of where I'm afraid we're kind of slipping into this. Uh, and by the way, uh, both my myself and another podcaster friend of mine, um, we will be running in 2024 for the presidential presidency. We're going to go ahead and just run for that. Just say, skip all the other why, bullshit. Why We're not? going straight to just the top. Hell, what the hell with it? We're going to deal with do it. it. I don't care. Yeah. I, hey, look, we can do everything we need to do, but if anything, if we're allowed to talk and we're allowed a fair algorithm between Twitter, uh, I don't really care about Facebook. Facebook's not going to be around much longer, true but social. true social and Twitter and, uh, whatever else is out there would ever Instagram those three platforms. If we're allowed an actual true, you know, platform to speak. I, I think we've got a shot. <laughs> Screw it. We do it every Absolutely. day. We do it every day here. We talk to thousands of people. Yep. So, Hey, why not? That's, that's what I, I that's what I might take. You on. know, because honestly, Joe Biden has been such an inspiration to us. Uh, in, if in he can past, do it in the past year and a half, because there is no possible way that Mick and Justin can do worse than Joe Biden. No, no. So, All you have to do is show up with a, a heartbeat. It. Why not? Half conscious. Right? Yeah, that, that's, that's I can actually understand what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, no, I'm just I'm just kicking it. We, we're uh, the more and more I look at it. I'm just like, this is if we don't do something drastic and different, we're going to slip into what the Democrats basically were when give it a year ago, a year ago, we had backroom deals. They were doing stuff in the shady crap. We're starting to do stuff in the shady crap. And there's all sorts of questions about who Trump is endorsing. Because the people I've watched Trump endorse so far, we're up to David I, Perdue. I've list. I have a Florida, list of uh, what is it? One hundred and yeah, but it's one hundred and seven total endorsements he's given out. Mm -hmm. uh, Twenty-two of them, as far as I'm concerned, are anything but America First candidates. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and, and you're the umpteenth politician I've had on this show that has said exactly the same thing you just said. So I'm confused. What are he gave us marching instructions to fight for this country um, and to put America first. OK, but in turn, he's pulling in people that we know for a fact are not America first candidates. We know for a fact that less than a year ago, most of them were liberals. And we know that now we know how involved and how deep the swamp goes and who all is caught up in the swamp. And. But remember, less than a year before Trump ran, he was a liberal. That's true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Touche. It's Touché. a money game. And we, is that? And that's my next question. Would you? I'm afraid to ask, but would you equate that to? It is just all money. Oh, absolutely! It's a money game. If you, if you don't have the money to pay, nobody is going to. Uh, if you don't, I'm sorry. If you don't have the money to play then nobody with with any kind of uh, influence is going to back you because they don't think you can win. And and what are you going to bring to the party if you can't if you can't fundraise? So that's that's another big problem right there is 
they they you know the rnc wants the money from you if you're going to be a big headliner and you you have a a, a good fundraising team then you're going to be a value and of course a lot more people are going to uh to endorse you and start putting some weight behind you and you know start coming with you to a lot of these meet and greets and you know things like that so it's it's definitely a a, a pay to play kind of scheme and a true grassroots person a true patriot almost has no chance of of getting in there see and that's that's the whole point i i think you just hit the nail on the head with what you just said and that is why we are doing this cuz I'm I'm done with it. This is just ridiculous. This is uh, more than I can count on one hand. All of these people just screwing with a system of government that our founders said, hey, no, don't screw with this. Just if you leave it alone, it will work just fine. And you're going to be just fine. And it's going to be fine. And all is going to be fine at the end of the day. They just, it just seems like people are just so entrenched now in money, money, money. And that money pays for the air. We're doing this. We're going to campaign right here, just like this. And settings just like this, we're going to do it. Because right now we're live. We have roughly, we're right about, right about 200, 250 people watching right now. Uh, uh, correction, 300. Until, we're up to 300 now. Okay, that's Unpilled. Then we've got Clout Hub and Rumble. Yeah. and so. We're, we're, we and, reach out and touch people, you know, and I, I don't see, we're not going to spend any money. We're not going to have rallies to raise money for another rally to raise more money for another rally to raise more money for another rally, just to hand all that money back to the RNC. And we're not running as Republicans. Um, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to run independent of everything and just be true independence. We don't have to primary anybody. We don't have to, as long as we get our applications in on time, everything else runs and we have that one little thing we got to do. We just got to freaking raise five grand. Really? That's it. That's all I got to do is raise five. Fine. We'll raise that. We'll raise that in a heartbeat. Not a problem. And that'll be it. Then we're just going to, we're going to Joe Biden said he, he said he could do it from the basement. He did do it from the basement. He did do it from the basement. Yeah. We're going to take that motto and run with it. Yeah. Shoot. That's another campaign slogan right there. Putting that down. Mark that one down. <laughs> Doing it from the basement. Calling this one in. So anyway. Well, from the studio, really. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's not really the basement, you know. I can make up all sorts of cool names for it, though. That, that's true. Either well, way. So you're, you're talking about from the basement. This uh, this Wesley Hunt who won the primary. Yeah. We had, I think we had seven primary debates. He showed up to not one. Not a single debate with with the the other eight of us, and and he still got the nomination. This guy hid from every single one of us, and he, you could not find this guy to approach him. Hmm. But he had plenty of time to you know make Fox News commercials and uh, run around with Dan Crenshaw and and uh, you know fly out to D.C. for all these high dollar fundraisers all the time, but. Uh, he wasn't definitely wasn't in the uh, in the district very much at all. Wow! So it's all about the face. The the you know you get on Fox News. That's name recognition. Millions of people see you every day. Well, if he's on Fox News, he must be important. And they're you know that's who they're going to go with. Wow! 
And I, I agree. That's uh, that's my most fr frustrating part because if you really think Fox News is about the news, they're not. They're con they're they're controlled opposition. That's it. That's yeah. all they are. They are paid for, bought and paid for, uh, DNC from the DNC or from some sort of the DNC or the RNC or yeah, possibly the RNC. They're two wings of the same bird. There's no difference, honestly. And Sorry. they control the narrative for the right, but that's again. They control the narrative for the right. That is not the narrative for the right right now. And I don't think anybody really has a pulse on America right now concerning. And I think we're going to see some real drastic crap coming out of Indiana tonight and out of Ohio. And I Absolutely. think we're I, I think it's going to be I don't think people are prepared for what's about to happen. And I think we're going to see the rest of America that we're done with all of it. We're done with. It. If you consider yourself a politician, don't even consider running. And I, I got to tell you, um, I, I think that's what we're going to see tonight. It's a scary thought, but we're going to find out what happens. And I, I didn't know Texas started. When did you guys start doing primaries? When, when uh, March 1st was, was the actual uh, primary. March 1st? Holy March crap. 1st. Wow, that's super early. Yeah, that's yes, that's really, really early. That's insane. That that is nuts. Um wow, okay. Wow, that's anyway. Wow. So what's your background? <laughs> Pictures up there on the wall that uh I, I, I look military. Yes, I, I was in the United States Army for six and a half years. What'd you do? Looks I like you were a tank mechanic. Korea. You were in Korea? Yes, I was. Can you, see, can you read that back there? No, I can't read it, but I can see. I, I know what that is. That's a shadow box for the uh, uh, the Korean, what you call it? I, I forgot. It was a long time ago. I haven't seen one of those in a very long time, but I noticed it over my shoulder, your shoulder there. What do you yeah, do now? The, the joint venture between the United States Army and the and the Rock Army. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you do now? Looks like you work in either a hospital setting or a vet vet. Uh, Veterinary. No, I work. I work oil and gas. I'm. Well, I'm, I'm well, sitting here in the in the office. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah remember. There's uh, uh, many more books to my left. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Very so, impressive. Smells of deep mahogany, <sighs> according to. <laughs> so, uh, tell us. Actually, our our friend Justin is down at the border right now in Arizona. Um, how close are you to the border, or how are you? How are you affected by that? What's going on down there? Well, we see it every day here in Houston. The home, the homeless population is is growing, but the Democrats are actually pushing the homeless out of, I say the 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 inner city of Houston to make it look better, so that when people come down there, they don't see the huge homeless problem that that we have here. And uh, last I saw, it was around twenty five percent were vets living homeless down here in Houston. And it's around uh, 110,000 people, I believe, in Harris County is, is our homeless population. And uh, they're, they're pushing them out of the inner city and, and making the rural areas uh, try to con contain what's happening. That's uh, that's a shame. And uh, wow, I didn't know it was that. I, I, I have a friend of mine who... Uh, I don't know if he still lives in Houston or not. Um, he was uh, He's an old buddy of mine from the military as well because I served for 21 plus years. So uh, he was uh, he was a medic though, and uh, I don't know if he's still down there. 
I think he's up in, uh, I think he moved back to North Carolina. Yeah, when his state. wife divorced him for being a jackass. Well, you're going to have that. He was almost homeless. He was he was bad off. But yeah, uh, when his wife divorced him for being a jackass. Yeah, well, we dragged him back together. He's doing good now. But uh, now that's a, that's a sick th thought that there's that many veterans in Houston or in the Houston area that are homeless like that. I, that always fuck, uh, that pisses me off. But hey, what are you going to do? I guess not much. Um, I mean, and there's no chance of of Biden actually wanting to help them. No. Um, instead, as as part of his, because I have his whole freaking letter to uh, to requesting the uh, fiscal year 2022 emergency supplemental funding for critical security and economic assistance to Ukraine. Uh, from Biden to uh, Pelosi there, um, except that it, it includes a path, a almost immediate pathway to citizenship for Afghan refugees in, in the $33 million of economic assistance to Ukraine. Cause you know, nothing like just slipping things in. So it's more important to get, you know, to, to bring over terrorists because I'm sorry, a lot of these Afghan refugees, not, don't get me wrong, we have a lot of Afghani friends, a lot of them that worked with Mick. He was there. He basically lived there for years. Um, but a lot of them that came over here are completely unvetted. And we know that they slipped terrorists. And there's there's no doubt. 42 of them that we know about right now. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, you know, give them a pathway to citizenship instead of taking care of our homeless vets that actually sacrificed everything that sometimes up to and including their lives, their mental health, everything for our country, for our freedom, which we don't care enough to fight for at home. Well, so this is what blows me away about that. We've given Ukraine close to close to $30 billion now. That's 20% of their GDP for the entire year. But we can't take care of our own U.S. citizens but but we can hyperinflate another country's GDP. That that makes absolutely no sense to me, and that is definitely not uh, America first in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and anybody that supports this, it, it's like this new off ministry of wrong think or bad think or how truth. dare you Mi think that way ministry of truth but, whatever but hold on but ho hold on one second uh, i'm sorry to interrupt you babe but um about the ukraine thing you know you you just you said something really important there and i want to unpack it a bit that the 33 billion dollars you've sent them is 20 percent of their gdp how are they even collecting any kind of GDP right now because they're like, we're not getting anything out of that. They're not exporting the fertilizer and grains that they normally do. So we're looking at major food shortages coming up uh, globally and we're giving them all of our money. Well, I mean, if you look at it, we're what, uh, six weeks now into this war. Yep. That's about 20% of the year. Yep. We're coming up on. 20% of their GDP. I mean, we're, we are essentially floating the entire country of Ukraine with our tax dollars. And, and meanwhile, we have people starving and living on the streets here in our own country. It's ridiculous. It's sickening. It's gross. Uh, you can call it whatever you want. All those adjectives fit. Um, I just, wow, that's just a, that's a rough one, no matter what. And this is all like, you're going to have this, I guess, type thing. Um, 
whatever's going to, everybody's trying to make an excuse for what's going on right now. And I don't think anybody's got an idea of what's really going on behind the scenes. And there, there are backroom deals at all levels of our government. And that's the most disgusting part of it. And it's like, and nobody's being held accountable for Jack right now, because we're watching people just basically get away with murder amongst other things. Um, this is ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, anyway, so what are you going to do now? I guess you're just going to keep working. I'm, I'm, I'm still working. Uh, Right now, I'm with the Oil and Gas Workers Association. We're trying to get some good uh, American energy legislation passed in the House and in the Senate. Working with legislators every day to uh, to try and get uh, all these regulations that the federal government is slapping on us every day, and it's harming you know American jobs, good good paying oil and gas jobs. So, have you noticed? Um like, uh, for instance, have you noticed this, uh, was it the, uh, I didn't, I, I can't even say it. Are we producing, how much oil are we actually producing in the United States right now? I think we're around 26 million barrels a day. How does that compare to, um, last year or the years year past? Has there well, been a, we're, 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 we're trucking on average. Okay. So there's really no like massive shortage that all of a sudden we can't find oil in the United States. No, uh, that that's that's not the problem. Everything is going along like normal. But so <laughs> what happened was Biden, he he wants to be, you know, energy friendly or uh, green energy friendly. So he wants to start cutting back on American production. Killing the Keystone was the, the first thing. First step, yep. Now, people have a big misconception about the Keystone Pipeline. That that was never meant for oil to or, or fuel to be here in the United States. That was an export pipeline. Most of that was going to go overseas anyway from Canada. Mm -hmm. But the second that he did that and he cut it, then it makes demand go up because it's going to go up overseas. OPEC regulates the price. And so here, here we go with uh, the, the skyrocketing cost of, of the price per barrel for oil. Anytime you start shutting off pipelines, demand go, is going to go, it's going to go up somewhere. And just because you like it or not, we live in a global economy. So if you, that's right. Well, OPEC, OPEC is global and they yep. set the price. Yep. So, but then he turns around and 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 he's asking other companies to ramp up production to help curb what he's not willing to let us drill for here. Mm -hmm. And they, they're saying, no, we don't want to do that because those countries are making millions and millions of dollars in profit on the, the price per barrel going up. So over here, we're hurting and we're we're the energy capital of the world right here. I mean. Texas is the energy capital of the world, and we're paying four dollars a gallon for gas. I mean, we, we should be paying uh, uh, less than a dollar fifty right here in the whole production capital of the world. We're, we're in Georgia. We're not even paying four dollars. Yeah, well, well, we're paying three sixty-nine yeah. a gallon. It's yeah. three ninety-nine a gallon right down the road from the house. That's crazy. Holy crap. Yeah, well, that, that is ridiculous. But that's because Georgia suspended its state tax on gas. Texas hasn't done that. 
Remember that dropped oh. at 30 cents. That makes yeah. the difference right there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sure does. Yeah. Sure it is. Um, because Kemp's trying really hard to get reelected. Yeah. So yeah. He he suspended the 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 oil, the gas tax in the state. Um ours probably would have did it too if he'd have been in a runoff, but you know, he's he's guaranteed he's good to go. Yeah, well, you know, Kemp's a commie trader and um basically gave the election away in Georgia and uh, everyone knows it. So now he's trying to do everything he can um, to beat Purdue and Candace Taylor. Um, Purdue being also given his own election away, but is endorsed by Trump. So uh, Candace calls them the rhino twins. It's, it's yeah. kind of funny actually. So, um, but. Uh, and it's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. The rhino twins. Yeah, they are the rhino twins. And it's, it's quite ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing is just, it's just beyond ridiculous. The, the, what you told us about your election just really highlights how everything, you know, and we, we've, we've been saying it for a while, but it's really just been brought into the forefront in the past two years that every election for, I don't even know how long, what now, probably 50, 60 years. Mm -hmm has has been bought and paid for, right? We've not actually had a say in any of our quote unquote elected officials for probably longer than I've been alive. So, and uh, and maybe as long as you've been alive. So. Well, when's the last time we had a, 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 an indep a, a president running as an independent that actually had a shot at winning? Never. Ross Perot? Maybe He's the last one that I can honestly think I, of that, that even yeah. had a shot. Yeah. So, uh, got a question. How much did it cost you to run for Congress in total at the end of the day? Uh, I man, I don't even know besides what you, you pay to the RNC for, for their, uh, their fees for letting you be on the ballot as a Republican, Probably somewhere around $3,000. Okay. And then after that, you obviously have to campaign and promulgate the word. So you have to flyers. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's that's not counting fuel and wear and tear on your vehicle. And I think I put around uh, 20,000 miles on my truck in about four months. Jeez. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay wants to know, do you think there's something we can do to turn things around? Well, so it, it, we're, we as citizens are going to have to to stand up and say no. You know, that that's the only way that that we can can truly change is we have to start actually getting involved into the politics. You know, find your precinct chair, you know, start going to these um Republican meetings and conventions and, you know, get involved with your local tea party. There's dozens around. I think there's seven just in my district. So you have to start going to these things and paying attention, actually listening to what the candidates are saying. You have the ability to ask them questions. I mean, we stay around for an hour, sometimes three mm -hmm. uh, after these debates and forums to, um, answer questions and and you know get a little bit more in depth with with the voters and and uh you know make ourselves a little bit more available and, and it's the people that are unwilling to do that is the people that you need to to really watch out for but if you don't get involved and you don't actually learn about these candidates 
then I mean we're really doing ourselves a disservice. And and if you're gonna vote, you you might vote for the wrong the wrong person. That's uh, well. How how do you do that? That that is my first question. How do you do that? How do you vote for the wrong person? Well, like most, so <laughs> only only about fifteen percent of the people that vote. And I mean, this is this is being very generous. Fifteen percent of the people that go vote are actually educated voters. The rest of them vote on name recognition. Who have I seen on Fox News or? Who have I seen on, you know, my local TV uh, network in the morning or who have I seen in a community impact paper? But what people don't understand is these people are are handpicked to be in this community impact paper from somebody else. They haven't really earned that right to be there. So. That's why you need to get face to face in front of these candidates and and see firsthand exactly what your options are, because there's so many people I met after the election that I talked to. They're like, man, I wish I would have I would have heard of you or, or talked to you sooner. You're a whole lot more aligned than who I voted for in the primary. I'm like, well, you know, did did you get out in the community? Did you come see us? Because I know that it was highly publicized. You know, people were running ads on Facebook and Facebook groups and, you know, community impact papers, you know, for the uh, some of the, the local tea parties and Republican women parties. Um, but they don't. So they're just going off of name recognition. And that's that is probably the biggest uh, obstacle for a grassroots person to, to overcome is let's say like a Trump endorsement, you know, Trump will go on TV and he'll bring somebody up on stage. And, you know, now it's, it's almost impossible to beat this person just because he was seen with, with Donald Trump or because he was seen, you know, running around with Dan Crenshaw or, you know, he was in some, you know, fancy commercial on Fox news at eight o'clock at night that costs $25,000. So that's why true grassroots people, it's almost impossible for us to get elected. Can you explain something to me? How is Dan Crenshaw considered still a Texan? You know, He's I, don't, I don't even, I don't even understand how this guy didn't. I, I don't understand how he made it through primary because everywhere I went, people were just bashing this guy and it, it's, he, he votes so liberal for a, a, a Navy SEAL conservative that he portrayed himself to be. I mean, what, what kind of a Navy SEAL and, 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 you know, posting pictures with your guns and then you turn around and vote for red flag laws? Exactly. How That's my that? point. How, how can you even consider yourself a Republican? I, I, oh my God, that one really just pisses me off. And the worst part is like, look, dude, uh, we get it. You're sleepy and lift and sun and you get issued your own freaking personal bibliographer as you exit buds. We get all of that, but, um, I'm not, you know, whatever. I don't get, care. Yes. I was special forces and they're seals. We get it. That's why we call them sleepy and lift and sun. Um, because they're seals, they're plural. There's not one seal, there's many. But either way, 
minus the squiddies, um, this is like that just irks the shit out of me that he considers himself a Republican and he says, Well, I'm you know, I'm Mr. Republican and I, I, I whatever, dude, shut up. Um, but with that, you have uh, several different people in that state that are kind of like that, that teeter right on that line, especially in your area. That's why I was wondering how, cause he he's right around there. Isn't he? He, he went out of Austin or was it, was it outside of Houston? I don't remember where he's actually from in Texas. Dan Crenshaw. Um, he's, he's in a CD two and it's in the, the Northeast side of, of Houston. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. I, I knew he was around there somewhere, but uh, I just, couldn't remember exactly where, but uh, I, uh, he's just another annoyance, really. Um, we can already uh, actually Sparky Boy said I uh, wanted to thank you for your service and standing up for the um, for the hubris of these career politicians will be their downfall. I sure hope so, and and I really appreciate it. It was my pleasure to 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 serve. Uh, I learned a great deal. Uh, it gave me a, a good spine and a good foundation in life, and. And I think it's something that more young men and, and women need to uh, to probably look into as as they go to start their lives in adulthood. What about um, with that? You, you said that uh, you're back. Obviously, you're working now. And then you uh, you did this. How much time would you say this really consumed? I mean, was it enough just to do it on nights and weekends or did towards the end? Did you have to start up eating like vacation days and whatnot? Oh no, it's it's a it's a full time job running running for Congress, unless unless you have somebody that um, can take care of the nitty gritty work with you, setting up all these meetings or fundraisers or you know even just trying to keep track of a calendar is <laughs> and that's a full time job right there. Just yeah. just keeping track of a calendar of all the places that you really need to be. So, I mean, it really is a full-time job. If you can't afford a campaign manager, fundraising team, um, you know, all these additional people that you need in your corner, block walkers and organizers, and you have to do it all yourself like I chose to do. Um, I, I chose to go the, the personal hands-on route, actually block walking myself instead of just having, uh, you know, 20 people go out there and do it for me. Um uh, it, it is very, very time consuming and it's not just a nights and weekends kind of thing. So, uh, got another, how do you convince people our votes as recorded have any integrity anymore? Well, so that's why I want to go back to a paper ballot and, and we need a receipt of our ballot. So I believe when you go in and you, you punch your paper, go back old school, you know, I'm, I'm talking like a Scantron, Yep. Scantron days back in the 80s. Yep. Back to the devil. Yep. You make it down. You insert it into the machine. It counts it. And you go home with it. And that way you can go back and say, I want to make sure that all my votes were counted appropriately. And you should be able to go and look up by your ballot number because they, they record it. Everything is electronic. You should be able to go and say, hey, my votes were wrong. But they're right on this Scantron, but they were wrong in the computer. There has to be a physical copy of an audit. It, it, just like I was just about to say, because the other part that comes with that is you can't go in. You can't even vote without a U.S. issued ID. 
and you have to be dropped in a box. If you want to drop it in a box, that's fine, but it will be hand counted the night of the election. And that's it. Not before, not after. That's it. We're just going to hand count it the night of the election. I like all this stuff. I, I saw from Florida because their vote got in very quickly. Um, although they did that, they also started counting two weeks ago or two weeks before the actual election. So that night, there wasn't a whole lot to count. They had some leftover votes. They pretty much already knew who won. It was like, uh, okay, but there's a lot of time in there that people could screw with that vote count. And that's where my biggest issue with it was. Uh, I don't like that part. I think it should be counted the night of, and you don't stop counting for shit. You count right through. I don't care if you're dying and counting at the same time. That's what you're doing. That's your dedication to, to this country, so on and so forth. Um, but this is just, uh, that's my biggest problem with elections right now. And I don't know if we have really, I mean, this, this election here, this midterm it is going to be the sink or swim moment, I think, for most of the U.S. And uh, if it happens, um, which I, I saw it. I don't know. Um, have you heard about uh, Dinesh D'Souza's movie 2000 Mules coming out soon? You know, I more, sure have. I'm more, looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. More and more stuff's coming out. It actually is playing. It was playing in the theaters here. We, we missed it. But there's a, a premiere of it this Saturday. Um, I was thinking we'd push off, push off the real true spiracy till next Saturday and we do a, a live viewing, uh, like a watch party of it on the show. We'll just start the show a little earlier, eight o'clock on Saturday instead okay. to do that or seven 45, something like that. Um, so for, for everyone watching, just know on, we'll be, so we'll be doing a, 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 a watch party of 2000 meals, but since it is a paid movie, you will not be able to go back and watch the replay um, I'll be deleting the broadcasts immediately as soon as it's done. Um, yeah, because you know, because if you if you want to watch it that bad, then go pay Dinesh D'Souza for it. I'm I'm good with that. Um, but you know, come in and watch it at on the watch party on uh, Rumble Cloud Hub. It won't be on pilled. It won't be on pilled. So. But um, but yeah. Uh, well, maybe maybe actually because um, if we started earlier. Maybe we'll get Josh to put it on pill. We'll, yeah, we'll see. see. Anyway, um, so so yeah, so uh, so feel free to join the watch party on uh, Saturday at seven forty-five uh, Eastern Standard, Standard Time. Time. Yep. For uh, for two thousand meals, so we'll be we'll be premiering it on here as well uh, as it premieres virtually there. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, what about January sixth? Were you uh, were you there? Were you in DC January sixth? I was not there, but uh, I was I was watching. Yeah, it, yes. it it wasn't anything like what you saw, um, unless oh, no. unless like you saw the movie Capital Punishment, which you know is a does a pretty good job portraying more of what actually happened. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a couple other movies coming out too. You know that that's probably the number one question that that uh, I got asked on the campaign trail was how do I feel about what happened on January sixth? Yeah. So what was your answer? Oh my gosh. I mean, so so my my answer is simple. You know, we have a constitutional right to redress our grievances with the government. We we as citizens have the right to stand there on the steps of Congress and protest. That is our right. The Constitution affords us that right. Now, some people were in there doing some some erroneous things that they probably should not have been doing, and 
obviously that's wrong. But to but to stand there on the steps and and protest, there's absolutely no problem with that. People have been doing it since we created the Constitution, and they had the right to do that. There's been thousands and thousands of marches on D.C. of people doing the exact same thing. Walking, standing there. I mean, they're right in front of uh, SCOTUS right now right. doing the yep. same right. exact thing. Yep. They certainly Where's are. the outrage? Well, 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 hold on. Political. It's because all political. Tonight, tonight, like I think, um, just wait, just wait and see. But mm -hmm. I, uh, I think tonight we're going to see something that will absolutely exonerate every part of the January 6th because of what's going on currently right now in front of SCOTUS. I, I'm pretty sure they're about to pop off and this is going to be interesting because uh, DC had cops coming in all day uh, to bulk up for this because they were like, they didn't expect that many people last night and did not have the manpower to deal with it. So. Well, but that's, that's kind of the difference because in January 6th, they deliberately didn't, put the manpower Correct. in to deal with it because they wanted to set up Republicans to start a, a, a riot, blame everything on us and basically do exactly what they did. You know, not like put the hammer down on us to try and put the fear of Satan into us. And uh, it's, it's kind of worked to a degree because we haven't really seen another uprising since then. So them bringing cops into DC right now, that's, they're trying to keep the Democrats under control so that it doesn't get out of hand because they don't want something now, organic. I, I think actually like what happened on January 6th, like that was not organic, but you know, they, they don't want a repeat of that because then it's going to make the Democrats like that. Well, that's where you're wrong. And that's where you're way wrong. Cause okay. I, I think you're about to see something completely different, but okay. that was just because I read something differently. Either way. Uh, we appreciate you coming on and, uh, yes, absolutely. Um, I, I hope, uh, but are you going to run again? Absolutely. Same seat. Or are you going to do something different? Oh, I have a totally different game plan for, yep. uh, for 2024. Yeah. So it's not as extreme as what I'm about to go do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I was taught, I, I learned myself a long time ago that you, you either go big or go home. So I figure, fuck it, I'm going big. And not only am I going big, and but then you're going home. Yeah. If I win this, then I'm going home. Either way, you're going home. Going so, home. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to worry about getting shot anymore. So this is a whole new realm for me. Now so. you do. Yeah. Well, I guess I, I always want to that. I want to have that worry. I, I guess so. I guess it's Whatever. just what I want to do. All Either right. way, we do really appreciate you coming on yes. and uh, best of luck in the future. And let us know when you start your campaign for your, your next yeah. uh, get out to move. And uh, you just, you said something before that I just want to point out too, folks, listen to what he said. My thing about voting is this, if you're an uneducated voter and you go vote and you don't know what you're doing, um, you really deep six the rest of us. You really fuck everybody else over. Uh, educate yourself before you go to the polls. Get involved now during the primaries because this is the time you can actually pick your candidate. Um, after this, it's going to be a more generalized election. Hence the reason we move forward with elections and how all the votes work the, the way they work. Educate yourself so you know who the candidates are, so you know who you're voting for. And I think that's the most important part. Um, and you know all of the candidates. Don't just go after the one you want to see win. 
go learn about them all. Because if you don't, if you don't take that time, uh, the day it comes to vote, the real deal. Yeah. Uh, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, remember that that is a very important number. 80% of the people that go to the ballot box are voting off of name recognition or they're just they're voting just to exercise their constitutional ability to do so. But they have no idea what that person actually stands for. And that's that's a fact that is a hard statistic. And, you know, what really pisses me off, too, and I guarantee you probably feel the same way I do about this. And one of the things that really pissed me off is when I hear somebody say, well, I don't vote. That really makes me angry on so many different levels. I can't even speak some days because I'm like, do you know that these rights that were given to you, uh, men fought and died over these exact rights that you have been given? And you mean to tell me the only thing they ask you to do other than pay taxes and die is they ask you to vote. You want to change your current situation? Go vote. Don't sit there on your ass. Oh, well, they're corrupt anyway. Oh, well, my vote doesn't get counted. How do you know unless you try? Well, I, and I, I would almost venture to say that half the people that are standing there in front of SCOTUS right now did not vote. There, it's just something they saw on MSNBC about abortion was fixing to go away, and I read some stuff about conservatives want to do away with interracial marriages and all kind of nonsense going on. They but probably also never had an abortion. They probably don't get laid because they're ugly. <laughs> and my point is this: the the thing that the, people do not understand. Stop lying about it. This does not outlaw abortion. No, unlike what I, in any way, shape, un, or form. Unlike what I want, and I, you all know my. Everybody listening to us knows my political beliefs. I respect and love and cherish and fight for the right for life. Uh, biggest thing, most important thing, because without life, you don't have liberty and you don't have anything else. You have no Correct. freedom. You have to have life first. There's no point in fighting for it if you're dead. Just saying, how do you know if you were never given the chance? So don't get me started on that. But anyway. Did you even know what I named this episode? I have no idea. Life, liberty, and leaks. Yeah, well, <laughs> everything leaks. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's all part of that. And that's uh, what it's just one of my, I'm sorry, getting on soapbox. But either way, this is just uh, blows me away. I'm, I wish the, wish the best for you. I wish you won. You sound like. I probably would have even endorsed you and voted for you. Mm -hmm. um, we're about to go through the same thing. We've got about 14 days until our primary here in Georgia. So uh, we've put a, we've been, we've interviewed almost everybody that we can get that will actually respond to say, yeah, I'll come on your show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't come on any time. I, uh, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, yeah. and we're going to keep your name and we got your email. Yeah. So touch. we'll stay in touch and yeah. we'll find out we're when you're running again. Time. We'll bring you back in. Fantastic. Absolutely. Appreciate right. it, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate it. All right. Do me a favor, babe, and play the uh, the capital punishment trailer so I can go feed this evil bitch dog oh my God, right she now is like because annoying. she's crazy whining. We're babysitting my aunt's dog. We affectionately call her evil bitch dog because she'll she'll tear your arm off. Yes. Um. So yeah. So since we were talking about it anyway, play the the capital punishment trailer. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay. This is treason. Where is 
I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said, fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump. It's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't. We have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again. We're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered, and executed. The FBI. I step out. I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. I'm seeing people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection? Without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? And we're back. All right. So, uh, yeah, there's capital punishment. Um, you can go to hisglory.tv and use the promo code Defiant uh, to purchase the movie, or you can go to capitalpunishmentthemovie.com as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I, I caught my eye uh, over on Pillage. Y'all are talking about CERN. Someone mentioned um, if we should if we could talk about CERN one Saturday. We actually did a couple Saturdays ago. So if you go to our Rumble channel, uh, look up Patriot Party Podcast on Rumble, you can go back and watch that True Spiracy episode where we uh, – we talked about CERN. So yes. we did it. We did a whole episode on that. It was, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, yes. So and first, then, first, well, first, well, first, well, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. First to the Patriots. Yep. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And of course, the Wolfpack. Mm -hmm. So little before we. Little celebratory drink tonight. 
Okay. Well, hold on. Hold time on. out. Don't time know. out. Listen, time this, out. Time this out. Is, this is the best right here. Time out. This is one of your favorites. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Root beer. Jameson cold brew. Yeah. No joke. It tastes like a freaking root beer float. It really does. It's, it's so amazing. Actually pretty cool. Yeah. But before we get to celebrating too, too fast. All right. Something I want to remind you of every single person of right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple different reasons why this report leaked. Um, yes. I'm not sure if anybody's noticed, but uh, so far, there has been very little to zero or none um, rebuttal from the Supreme Court saying, well, that's not accurate. None of this is true. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we're, we're taking a knee. We're going to drink some water. And... Uh, we're going to uh, move right along and just wait to see what happens. However, Sparky Boy wants to know if you're pregnant. No, Sparky Boy, no. he's he's exercising uh, birth control because he's Irish. So, and we have big babies. Pushing a nine pound baby out out of a little Irish dick would not go over well. No, 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 no. no, no. That's why <laughs> and, I. That's and, listen. And he's Irish, not Scottish. Men can only get pregnant in Scotland. That's not true either. God, you don't know anything about it. A. B, my next thing is this, all right? Slow uh -huh. your roll there, sweetheart. Uh -huh. All right, sweet tits? Because let me tell you something. <laughs> Fuck. You just call me sweet tits. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Okay, what about it? So, moving right along. I, I think we need to sit, take a knee, just wait. Uh -huh. We're going to see what happens here. It's going to come out one way or another. Um, I, I'm hoping, I'm praying I, I think we finally have done it. Uh, I think there might be a chance that the Supreme Court actually came through, which would be absolutely a miracle, especially if Kavanaugh and uh, what's her name went the other direction. Um, I think that'll be interesting. Either way, I just for right now, just so we don't get butthurt, bru bru bruised lips, uh, we're just going to take a seat, take a knee, drink some water, pop an ibuprofen or two, and we're just going to wait. Let this one play out. Seriously, this is not one we want to jump headlong into, but there's a whole lot of other shit behind it. Um, with that, though, moving into this, one person who I know, VLN hates it when I do this it's because for the daily bungee uh, blowjob. Daily bungee no blowjob. There you blah, go. Blah, 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 there we blah. go. If if Mick ever gets pregnant, it's going to be from this guy. So this is a little bit lengthy, <laughs> but I could not have summed this up any better. Okay. As a Catholic. As an American, as a man, um, I'm going to say that I could not have done any better. I'm going to let him take it away because what he says here is spot the fuck on. And uh, for once, we would be in 150% agreement. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Just for once. Okay. Yeah. How about it? Shush, hon. Okay. Oh, yesterday... Last night, uh, right around 8.39, and one of the biggest leaks in the history of the United States government comes out, a leaked draft Supreme Court decision on the Mississippi abortion case, which appears to indicate, pursuant to Alito's opinion, uh, for the majority, that's what was leaked, not the minority opinion, the majority opinion, that they are about to overturn Roe versus Wade. Now, let me just say on a, on a, you know, I know we can be silly and sarcastic sometimes on the show in an effort to kind of take down the temperature, but I, I, I've never been more serious than I am now. I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, 
and thank the father if this is true. I can't even imagine um, the millions of lives that could be saved because of this. People who, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm struggling for words because as I've always said to you, the basis and the essence of conservatism is the preservation and the conservation of life. If we don't have life, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care about the tax rates. Uh, healthcare doesn't really matter if you're not alive to experience the healthcare to preserve your life because you're not alive. I mean, is this stuff hard to figure out? Does education policy matter if our schools are emptied out because we're wiping out the next generation? I was talking to my good friend and pastor, Father Marty, down here in the, 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 uh, my church this weekend before church. And he was saying something really powerful to me. We were talking about abortion, the abomination of abortion and and how the next creator of the next great antibiotic or AI technology or whatever was probably wiped out due to the plague and scourge and the abomination of abortion. The millions of lives that will now take their first breath because of this. I want to thank you, God Almighty, if this is real. If this is real. I want to say again, if this is real. I can't independently confirm that, Treff. If this is real. And these judges don't fold under political pressure. And Roe v. Wade, the abomination of it, is finally overturned. It is a new world today. I want to thank the Father for that. For inspiring people to do the right thing. Now, let's get to some key takeaways here, folks. The timing of this leak was not an accident. I would be astonished. This is an unprecedented breach. We have never Never seen anything like this out of the Supreme Court, ever, ever. I believe there are four clerks per justice I heard on the news this morning making for 36. They will find this person. There's an FBI investigation. I'll get to that in a second. But why do I believe that? Here's the daily schedule. You know, when you're inside the White House, like I used to work in there, you get a schedule and a rundown every single morning. Here is the schedule for today. At 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time tonight, the Vice President Kamala Harris will deliver remarks at the 30th Annual We Are Emily National Conference and Gala. We Are Emily? That's a pro-abortion group. You think that was all by chance? This leak comes out today. Someone had this. Someone had this, and they planned this. Folks, they need a change in the conversation. Their disinformation board, their ministry of truth, inflation, the ongoing Ukraine-Russia crisis, the border disaster, negative GDP growth. They need something. You're going to see people argue, oh, this wasn't about the midterms. It's about intimidation. No, it's about both. They're not mutually exclusive. This was planned. Someone planned this. I would love, and I think that FBI investigation should include an um, investigation and a subpoena for the communications of White House and VP staffers with anyone on the Supreme Court. I suggest the first place you look is the staff of Sonia Sotomayor. You may find something there. We'll see. You may. We'll have to see about that couple of other takeaways. I've got a bunch of takeaways from what happened yesterday. The leak is an abomination, folks. It's an abomination, just like abortion. And it is additional evidence that the left will burn this place to the ground if they cannot kill babies in the womb. 
If they cannot terminate life in the womb, the left will burn this place to the ground. It is proof, hard proof that evil is not a fable. It is not a fairy tale. I texted a friend that this morning. Evil is real. It exists right now. Evil is the function of human choice. God gave us free will to choose between good and evil to sift out who was going to be entitled to a seat in the second creation. Some choose evil. And I'm telling you, it is real. I'll put a quote from C.S. Lewis up at the end. The left will burn this place to the ground if they don't get their way. Here is Laura Ingram last night. Hannity, uh, the Hannity show. Okay. So are we done? Yes. Thank God. That literally, though, that sums up everything about this. He hit every nail on the head from the religious aspect through uh, how this is being played right now. Folks, this is why I'm saying don't get your hopes in a tizzy. Don't get me wrong. I, uh, everybody has their issues with everybody. We can't agree with everybody 100% of the time. However, if you agree with them 70% of the time, you can still move forward. Remember that old school, they call it school grading systems. Remember that? You know, you have the 100 to the 90s, that's your A's. Yep. You got your 90s to your 80s, that's your B's. 70s to your 60s, that's your C's. Or uh, Okay, it, whatever. Whatever. So, um, 80s to the 70s, that's your C's. 70s below, you're failing. So remember, if we can get to 70%, we're still passing. We can move forward. That is the issue here. This is not when this happened, okay? First thing, when this happened, the DNC moved like that, like if if a, a greased pig ran down the hallway, this was faster. This motherfucker was faster. That's how fast the DNC. A immediately, go look it up. A fucking drop posted from both Pelosi and Schumer, both together about this these documents. Well, well, well wait a minute. How how could you? The two of you already draft a document. Unless you fucking knew it was coming. So I have an issue with this. First of all, this has never happened in over 200 years of the Supreme Court. So I'm mind, mind you, okay, so I am a conspiracy theorist. Great. I'm also running for fucking the vice president of the goddamn country. And let me tell you something. My president will back me up on this. So there, stop. There's a lot of things here that sound really fucking fishy. Why all of a sudden did that happen? Because Bongino goes on. He all of a sudden becomes a fucking conspiracy theorist. I'm dead serious. This motherfucker goes on. He goes on to tell you about, uh, he plays you an ar an argument that was literally going on last night outside the Supreme Court. Because again, grease pig running down the hallway. This is faster than that because apparently protesters showed up on the spot the minute it was released, released from Politico. Why Politico playbook? We we have that clip actually, and here's another but, thing that happened. No. Right away. I've got something else to back you up. Okay, uh, this is from uh, Senator Melissa Menendez to combat uh, on Twitter to combat Ro the Roe v. Wade decision. Democrats in California have introduced SB 1142, which would invite women across the country to come to California for an, an abortion. What time? What time? California. What time was that posted? 11:35 last night. Well, yeah, that's a little bit after. That was way after that it had already gone out. That was. Two hours. You know how long it takes to write a bill? Takes more than two hours. Well, unless they already have the bill written. Exactly. That's no, what no, I no. Said. I, I'm not saying that. 
you're you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. They already have a bill because it wouldn't surprise me that California is willing to fund. I mean, apparently you're so rich in California. You guys out there make so much money. Therefore, another sticking point when we're the on the vice president of the United States, I'm just going to go ahead and say we're going to tax California a little bit more because they're so rich. Because you guys don't have a problem paying for other people to come to your state just to get an abortion then turn around and leave. That makes any sense? Get the fuck out of here. You guys are higher than kites. I wish I was smoking some of the chronic you're smoking out there because holy shit. But even past all of that, forget all of that. This shit is all, this just to me seems kind of like a setup. I don't want to say that because I am all about pro-life. You can ask my wife. Mm -hmm. I am a fucking huge pro-life supporter. Fuck, I stood down outside of abortion clinics. We actually bought an abortion clinic, a 3D fucking um, ultrasound, ultrasound machine. machine. Yep. The group that I, I'm with, we bought that fucking clinic. Why? Because when a woman sees the face of what they're about to destroy, 95% of the time, the woman changes her mind. So when you can get that type of an image on a machine, boom, there you go. See, this is how Republicans protest. This is how Republicans do it. We don't go burn buildings down, but wait, there's more to come on that. Because tonight is, from what I've heard, this is all hearsay. So understand I'm <laughs> hearing this, um, unlike you all, right now in good old D.C., they are gearing up. Yeah. Because they're expecting violence. Well, but it's funny because there's no domestic terrorists that are going to be there. I'm confused. How are you expecting violence when there's not going to be any domestic terrorists there? Because the domestic terrorists, as far as I'm concerned, are on my side. And guess what? They ain't going up there because guess what? We, we think we've won. Why the fuck would we go to fucking Washington, D.C. and protest the fucking Supreme Court? Why was it? And like I was going to tell you before, before I was interrupted, but you brought a good point to the table. Bongino's place is one where it's this group of people that are arguing out in front of the Supreme Court. Literally minutes after the decision was this draft decision was found and sent to Politico. OK, minutes. They all of a sudden were there protesting with signs already. Like they were walking around, like, remember PCU? Anybody see that movie? Yeah. Great movie. Fucking hysterical. Movie. Always makes, makes me think about, uh, uh, what's that guy? What's that guy's name? Jeremy, whatever his name is. Anyway, the, the actor, the, the, the main dude um, in that movie, he was fucking hysterical. Always makes me think that that dude's just really funny. He's got actually some humor in him. But that, it's like PCU. They had their protest signs ready to go and they like hit a button. It, flipped and it came down as a blank sheet and they grabbed their markers and scribbled on it. They said, Oh, fuck you. SCOTUS. Okay. Yes. But I support the current thing. What my issue is, is that within an hour of that, the professional demonstrators showed up. Of course they did. Cause he plays another audio part. It sounds like, uh, Hey, Hey, ho, ho. I don't know what they were screaming. They were screaming something about the abortion. The abortion bill has got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho, something like that. And who talks like that? But that's what he plays. And he actually says, how is that possible? Unless this was leaked. And I got to give it to him because he went deep. I, I 
the guy fucking who is not a conspiracy theorist actually got into conspiracy. He was like, and he maybe didn't realize he was doing it, but holy shit. Now you've got all these people up there in DC and from my sources, these are secret service guys. These are guys that I know that are on the ground in DC. They have told me tonight that they are preparing for violence. Well, something else Bongino said, and then I really want to stop talking about him because we've already spent too much time on him. I, I like to do our own analysis, not just regurgitate someone else's. No, um, I just know that. I gotcha. That's where I'm at. I understand. Um, but uh, he he mentioned Justice Sotomayor. Yep. Okay. Uh, here's why. So Matt Wolking last night on Twitter put this out. A person called Amit Jane, J-A-I-N, clerks for Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. As a Yale student, Jane blasted Yale for supporting Brett Kavanaugh's nomination. Jane was quoted in a 2017 Politico piece by Josh Gerstein. Today, Gerstein published the draft SCOTUS opinion on Roe. So you have a direct connection between Sotomayor, Sotom like this, this clerk that works for Sotomayor and the reporter at Politico that leaked this Supreme Court uh draft opinion the first time anything has ever been leaked out of SCOTUS. So, um, yeah. But uh, but what else are they trying to distract us from? Exactly. That is my point. This is way too coordinated. Yes. This what are is they trying to way too... There's something else going on here. There's something else afoot that we're going to hear about in the next couple of days. I don't know what it is. I, I'm just... I, I'm just telling you right now, this is craziness. I, I've been wrong about some stuff in the past. Don't get me wrong. I've, I'll take my licks when I need them, but there's something definitely else a, afoot. I would would not disagree with you on that one. Uh, yeah. Well, and and we'll we'll get to what some of that might be, but yeah, go ahead and and let's enjoy some liberal tears right now. Possibilities. Um, of well, this 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 first one. This is uh, immediately after the decision was leaked to Politico. Me, oh my, you are right on my train of thought, sweetheart. More Pfizer docs. Well, that has something to do with it, I yep. think, but I don't think... Which I have them all, and I have to dig into them, but I will say that they knew that it was only 12% uh, efficacy um, based on the most recent round of docs that came out. Wait a minute. That's what they used for George Floyd. Uh-huh. See now, folks, these are all professional protesters. The fact that they were there so fast is the part that pisses me off. That's the part that's fishier than fuck. So yeah, she's saying abortion is violence, and that one says divest from big abortion now. Yeah, I professional again, professional On fucking both sides. Yeah, I mean both sides. It, it's just ridiculous. So uh, that's yeah, that was pretty nasty. But again, I, I'm telling you, no, I mean, let's these before people, we these, go. These people were were supporting the abortion, like there there were there were two sides there. There weren't violent yet, but. That is so contrived um, when you have, yeah, 
professional protesters from both sides in front of the Supreme Court within minutes after this being uh, supposedly secretly leaked to Politico? No. Yeah. And uh, Leo Slayer saying over on Pill is pretty, uh, pretty organized. Yes. And uh, adolescents, chickens, and 90% uh, oh, obesity rate in this crowd. Yeah. Completely agree. And again, I asked the question, why don't they have any good looking chicks over on the liberal side? I'm just saying. Because beauty comes from the inside and they're just filled with hate. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So anyway, here's some more ugly people because okay. they, they both really are, are fucking nasty. So oh my ugly. God. Ugh. Who's paying them? George Soros. Of the fundamental freedom that women have to make choices about our own bodies and our own futures and our own economic security. And the thing is, Victor, that these justices are acting like this is somehow whoa, something. Whoa, whoa. Stop, stop. All right. First of all, I'm not even going to let this cunt continue. No, no. No, stop, stop, stop. Listen, wait a minute. You don't even know what a woman is. So how can you fucking say that? You're not a biologist. Just keep, get, get, let it keep what she, trust me, let it keep going. That they have the right to change. They do not have the right to change this, which has been settled law for two generations now of people who have grown up, who have gone through their 20s. Okay, now you can in the So she said, she said that. Be gay Baracus. Very true, Sparky boy. She said that they don't have the, that the justices don't have the right to change this because this has been settled law. That is not true. That is not accurate. That is not true at all. Roe v. Wade was never, it's never been a law. It's never been put up in, by Congress. It's never been voted on by the American people. This was a Supreme Court decision and actually only the Supreme Court has the right to change it. And not only that, again, uh, Hawaiian in town, he made the obvious statement that he said, this is so fucking dumb. They, the overturn will only allow the states to decide on their own what is going to happen in their states. Yeah. Do they know this? I, no. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they are sold down this goat rope that they believe that, hey, well, don't fucking sweat it because this outlaws abortion. No, it doesn't. No, they All it means is the states now get to decide. So for instance, if you live in Georgia, yeah, you're going to have to fucking probably go to California to get an abortion. Or New because York, Maryland would probably be the closest. You're not going to get one here. There you can do it 28 days after you give birth. I, I This... This is such fucking stupidity from their side. They have no idea what this means. They're out there fucking, oh, rah, rah, re kick him in the knee. But this, they don't understand that this doesn't change really anything. All we're saying is now abortions cannot be federally funded because now there's no more federal funding going to abortions, which is what I wanted because that's basically the fucking slaughter at the fucking I mean, that's bringing the cows to slaughter. Yep. You're bringing your own people and basically committing democide against them. Yeah. So my point is this, that is gone. So great. That's perfect. Part two of this is that the states now get to decide within their own, whether or not, guess what you're going to find out here. Guess what you're going to find out here. If you truly live in a swing state, we're going to find that out because if your Senate, your Congress in that swing state does not pass and should be considered a red state, for instance, and you do not pass anti-abortion legislature in the first year after this decision, uh, you live in a swing state. People, the majority of people are undecided about this topic. 
Again, they do not understand what the fuck this topic's about. Most of them. No disagreement there. They haven't self-educated themselves like we have. Us savages went out there and just fucking took the reins and said, hey, fuck you too. And that's what we do. But this shit, this is some scary fucking shit because they are doing this on purpose. My question is why? Why are they doing this? And there's something else afoot. I think the I think there's more than one answer to that question. I think there is. There, I think there's there are, more than one as well. There are so. I mean, first off, if if you look at it, they they are looking to cause even more division to the point of violence. They want us to clash. Yep. Right. That's what they want because then they can declare martial law. Yep. And, and then they can take and, back over the system or what they think they can shut down, take the over the system. They is. can take away our guns, yep. all, all of that. Right. Yep. Um, they are also trying to distract us from something that's about to come out. Maybe more about Durham or uh, Ukraine or um, I haven't heard anything on either one of those recently. I've, got something, doesn't, I've got something on Durham. Um, actually, I do, too. But doesn't mean that I haven't been listening though. Yeah, yeah yeah um i mean there's there's so so many things right now they're trying to distract just food shortages um that, that are like hardcore incoming yep um the, the border I, I mean literally everything did you see um, 42 did you see medic matt's post which one In, uh on twitter because he's back on twitter yeah yeah no he's been on twitter oh has he yeah uh well he his post uh was the picture of the grocery stores over in the uk Mm. Down by London. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty bare, huh? Oh, they have signs up right now. They're, they're, they're blaming the refrigeration units for not working. I saw that, that there's yep. only like one freezer open and everything else yep. does this refrigerator yep. unit it, is, is out of order. Is out of order. And yeah. right now we can't get the parts to fix it, which mm -hmm. I think, it, and it's Matt said, bullshit. and Matt they said the same thing. He it. thought the same, same way. Yeah. Medic Matt are, uh, he's a medic ninja. A Kung Fu medic. Kung, Kung Fu medic. Yep. Um, at medic Matt. Oh no, no. But. And he's got his own show too. Yeah. So, uh, you might want to check it out cause he's a pretty smart dude when it comes to the medical shit. Either way. Um, this is, this is pretty fucking is stupid quite too. Hysterical actually. Yes. Um, uh, I've wow. And, uh, yes to the Pfeiffer dump. I'm not sure about that. Don't know. Distraction. Um, oh yeah, it could be. Yeah, that's a good point. Because they that's a that good their clocks cleaned in November and no Hawaiian in town said to two thousand mules make the cheating work. Yeah, two thousand mules 2, could mules. be the, the yep. what they're covering up as yep as well yep. Uh, they started mailing letter bombs to themselves in 2018 and blamed the dude with all the new Trump stickers on his van by the the river. That was from adolescent chicken. I don't mm -hmm. remember hearing about that, but okay, I'll bite. I'll play your game. Okay. So anyway, um, so play this uh, more liberal tears. Yes, it's it's uh, yeah. comical. We best. got a lot of clips to get through and not a lot of time. No, I am angry. Angry and upset. Angry and upset and determined. The United States Congress can keep yeah. Roe versus Wade, the law of the land. They just need to do it. I, I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be. This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. Yes, we they have. They have been bitch. out here plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. 
69% of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people want Roe versus Wade to maintain we as the law of the land. The we need to do no, that. And we have a right. Extremists, we've heard enough from the extremists. And we're Wow. What a twat. She is a twat. You're yeah. absolutely right. But, Fucking okay. stupid cunt. So, Skilled liar. So, absolutely so right. Hold on. Here's her point to her point. Republicans have been plotting this for generations. And what she said, Congress could put Roe v. Wade into law today. They just have to do it. Skilled insiders only need an informal gathering of people and simple beef to expose their hive mind of crowd dynamics for manipulation. Yes, absolutely, absolutely right, but, Ellsworth. Okay, so thank you for the interruption. But because um, now I lost my train of thought, you fucked hard. Well, good. Now you know what it's like when I do that. No. When you do that to me. So, um, oh, okay. So, but she has been in the Senate for how long? I mean, 200 years. Exactly. Why hasn't she done it in this entire time? No shit. If she knows that Republicans have been plotting for this day for generations, why haven't the Democrats signed it into law? What's what, what's been Democrats your issue? Had, because sixty nine percent of the people, sixty nine percent of the people in this country do not want it. Yeah. You have your stats backwards. Uh, yeah. You read your morning flip tri trip sheets upside down. Please yeah. go back and reread them. It's not the 69% want it. 69% do not want abortions legal in the U.S., period. All right. Well, play the, the fucking blithering. Moron. Well, now I got to set it up because you were right. lost for two hours. Well, you were doing, you, you were pulling a Joe me. Biden. Wow. You don't remember Caesar have set Sayoc? He was a Dem fundraiser turned Trump lover. They said he lived in a van, had all the new Trump stuff. They blamed him for all the pipe bombs being mailed to Democrats. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to go re research that one, yeah. senor, because that would change a whole bunch of things. I, I would think. I mean, I mean that was just a, a, another false flag setup. Though. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. Yeah. That I think that one failed because obviously nobody went anywhere. True. So, and nobody got in trouble for it. So we would okay. have heard about it. Either way, let's see what this dithering old fool said. Okay. What all basic mainstream religions have historically concluded that the right, that the existence of a human life and being is the question. Is it at the moment of conception? Is it six months? Is it six weeks? Is it, is it quickening like Aquinas argued? I mean, so the idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court, I think goes way overboard. Thank you. Thank you, guys. The midterms. What does this mean for the Democrats' argument in the midterms? <laughs> I haven't thought that through yet. Yeah, we know. I haven't thought that through it yet. It dripped out but the other ear. Again. But He's pushing that same narrative that, oh, that no one is going to be able to get an abortion because SCOTUS said so. Correct. That is so That's not the case. Not true. That's, that is so right here. We're correcting their own bullshit. I we're mean, to the point of correcting their it, own bullshit. It's, it's so ridiculous. It's it, it's not like the reversal of Roe v. Wade is going to ban abortions across the country. It's not how that works. Uh, each individual state is going to have to go back and revisit and pass the laws that they want based on what their constituents want, what the populations of their individual states want, the majorities, and pass the law. 
it might be it might be a complete ban. And there are already states that have a complete ban. Scary thought here, but uh, pair of bears uh, on pilled. Actually, you need to get the fuck out of my head, too. Okay. Notice that Marshall Star is on Biden's left shoulder as a handler. Marshall Star? Yeah. Is it Federal Marshall? No. No, there's a guy by the name of Marshall Star. Okay. He's a big, 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 like liberal. Uh, no, it says notice the Marshall Star on Biden's handler. No, that's that wasn't that wasn't Biden's handler. That is Marshall Star. Marshall Star is the guy that you saw in the background back there. The dude that was hold on, I'll go back to the video. Give me one second. And I'll tell you all about him because he's an interesting fucker. Thank you for the cookie, Dale Burr. Bursaria. I can't pronounce your last name. I apologize. I'm horrible. To pass laws because the historical awaken said red uh, the Democrats don't want to pass laws because the historical want to rid the world of undesirables continue and continue experiments. I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you guys. Um, the Marshall Star is an additional no. badge of rank. I, I looked up Marshall Star and it comes up with the Marshall Star, not no, not no, any actual person. There's a person. He's a liberal. He's a big time. Um, But you look up in DuckDuckGo, and we know that DuckDuckGo hides shit. Maybe that's not his name. I'm trying to remember what his name yeah, is. Yeah, that's not... That, his name is Marshall something. Yeah, that's not what Para Bears was referring to. He was referring to uh, an, an emblem, Let me a see. decoration. Let me see. Well, we're going to um, go back to the video. All right. We're going to check it out. I could be wrong. But I know the guy behind him is not his... Uh, whatchamacallit? Handler? No is not his chief of staff. It's not Ron Klain because that guy's way too much in shape for Ron Klain. <laughs> we all know that though. I think everybody knows that. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's interesting though, because there's, um, Oh wait, I still have it pulled up anyway. So no, I don't. I shut that video down. Fuck. Yeah, you did. You shut it down. Completely. I sure did. You can't go back to it. Yeah, I sure did. We'll have but, to go back no, to no, it. No, no, no. There's another clip of the same conference. Okay, later. well then, so we'll, that, go, we'll go. That's to it great. In a second. That's great because I'd like to see that because there is a dude back there that I want you all to pay attention to because he is somebody kind of important in this, and that's something I wanted to get into. All right, but first, let's see what the other side has to say. Yeah. Oh, is this your Kaylee McEnany? Like a lot of puss job. What? Yeah. Well, I mean. I have a daily Bongino blowjob. You have a Macanini surprise. I literally or, never bring up Kaylee McEnany. You always do. Get I the fuck out of here. Can anyone name the last time I brought up Kaylee McEnany? Because Maybe I, not on I, here, but you tell me every day about it. No, I don't. All right. Whatever. You're so full of it. And it would mean that we are no longer one of eight countries, Sean. And yes, you heard me correctly. Eight countries in the world that allow elective abortion after 20 weeks. You're exactly right. And go back to the states, a state like Texas or a state like Mississippi could, you know, say after 15 weeks, no elective abortions, whereas a state like New York or New Jersey uh, could take a different path. It would also mean, Sean, we're not among the good company, as Justice Roberts said during oral arguments, of the People's Republic of China in North Korea. Because right now, that is exactly where the United States stands with our abortion laws. We know 62 million children, 62 million have perished because of this law. That's nearly one 
fifth of the United States population. And you're exactly right to note that from the beginning, Sean, Roe was wrongly decided. Even Lawrence Tribe, a liberal jurist, said that this is a verbal smokescreen. That's what he called Roe, the substantive judgment of which was nowhere to be found. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she thought that it was better left to the state. She was a critic of Roe, though she was a proponent of abortion rights generally. She thought the democratic process was the way. At least she made one or two com comments intimating that this was bad law. This would put us on the side of life, would allow states like Mississippi and Texas to decide one way, states like New Jersey and New York to decide another. Okay. Yes, Parky boy, you're absolutely right. That is a three-way I don't say no to. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you I hop on that grenade in a heartbeat. You can't fight Tara and myself. So, so exceptionally weak. Uh, this let me let me start with that because this is huge. George Washington appointee Alito, George uh, Bush, or George Bush appointee Alito's not W that old. Bush appointee who joined <laughs> the court in 2006. Alito argues that the 1973 abortion rights ruling was ill-conceived and deeply flawed, flawed with decisions that intervene with the right mentioned nowhere in the Constitution and unwisely sought to wrench the conscious issue away from political branches of government. Alito's draft ruling would overturn the decision by the New Orleans-based Fifth Circuit. Understand, they just didn't take out Roe v. Wade. They cut out... Um, Casey as well. Yes, Casey as well. That's gone as well. Within the actual text document itself, they destroy that as well. Um, Alito's approvingly quotes a broad range of... Uh, critics uh, in the Roe decision. He also pointed towards liberal icons such as the the late just, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Harvard Law professor, professor Lawrence Tribe, who at certain points in their careers took issue with the reasoning that Roe and its impact on the political process, uh, which I found very interesting. There's There's a lot of legal shit in here. Again, all I'm saying is watch yourself on this. This is not one to wrap your, your arms around and say, oh, we won. We hugged the trees. No, no, don't do that yet. This is not that type of case. Let's let this play out because remember, you got a lot of sneaky fucking liberals that are still in the court. No matter what we do, they're still there. We know because we've all sat through Kavanaugh. We sat through what's or nuts. Um, both of me there. Amy Comey Barrett, and they're both in there. They've made liberal decisions in the past. Yep. Um, let's just but hold our toes to the line this, for a second. This particular decision, this is why they're there. This is the only reason. Yeah, I mean, this is the whole reason. This, this is, is what's Trump's grand plan right That's here. It. This is why he pushed to get so many uh, elections um, for federal judges or tried to get so many of right-wing federal judges, pro-life. He called this. He said, I see it going that way. Yep. And uh, he was right. I mean, what else can we say? He was right yet again. I can't fucking argue that. I'm not going to argue that, nor am I going to talk shit about the guy and say, oh, well, he didn't do anything for us. I don't believe that at all either. I believe he showed America, hey, look, we can do this if we take our country back. Yeah. But we have to take our country back. So um, I'm not saying that Trump's a bad guy. I don't know. I'm kind of interested to find out. I think the more and more Justin, me and Justin get into this, we're going to find out. We're going to find out one way or the other. So I'm just asking you all to take some patience with this one. Let's just take a knee, drink some water, take a Motrin, and we're just going to let this play out in front of us because I, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think we're in for an interesting, uh, okay. 
been a couple of days here. But hey, we're back to this again. Yeah, this is the other. So let, I'm going to watch Biden's this again. Been. Look at the pin on the, yeah. the guy's shoulder. Well, we're going to we're not going to. Mean, so the idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court, I think goes way overboard. Now, that is a Secret Service pin. That is what that is. Okay. But that is, um, that's the main guy right now. That's his uh, actual, that's the agent detail, whatever. They're the top guys. Uh, and sometimes, I got to tell you, I've seen some stuff out of this guy that I've never seen out of any other Secret Service agent. And I can tell you, he whispers in Joe's ear a lot more than everybody else does. I've noticed a lot of that. The other night, I, I don't know if anybody watched um, the, uh, the actual fucking, what did we play last night? The, uh, white house correspondence dinner. Yeah. But, uh, if you saw that there was that agent, yeah, you can call him agent squints. He was leaning over his shoulder every little bit and he like grabbed Joe and he was whispering something to him and judging by Joe's reaction, I would almost say that he was probably like letting him know, Hey, look, that's, uh, that's going to be that that state over there that, uh, you know, Hey, they're about to say some shit, talk some shit about you. So there's not a big surprise. Cause you know how old people get when you surprise them, they don't like it so much, you know, they were probably getting them ready. Hey, look, this is going to be rough. This one's going to be bad. Let this one go. Just sit there, Joe. Come on. Yeah. You know how they talk about it with the radios. I think it's hysterical, but well, I, I don't know which is worse before you get into that to cut one more thing about this. Um, so at the very beginning of this, Mick mentioned that there's there's been nothing like no one's come out and and said this was fake or this was false or debunked it from the court side. What they did do, however, was launch an FBI investigation. Correct. So specifically, um, Chief Justice Roberts, that fucking liberal traitor. Anyway, uh, he strongly condemned the leak to the press. He said. Justices circulate draft opinions internally as a routine and essential part of the, co the court's confidential deliberative work. Although the document described in yesterday's reports is authentic, it does not represent a decision by the court or the final position of any members on the issues in the case, the court said. Roberts, in his own statement accompanying the court's press release, announced that he has called upon the marshal of the court to investigate the situation and find the source who leaked the document to Politico. Roberts also spoke out against the notion that the leak could succeed as a political maneuver to influence the outcome of the case. To the extent this betrayal of the confidence of the court was intended to undermine the integrity of operations, it will not succeed. The work of the court will not be affected in any way, Roberts said. Uh, Supreme Court just, let's see. Chief Justice also emphasized how rare such a leak is due to the loyalty and professionalism of the court staff. Apparently not all of them. Uh, we at the court are blessed to have a workforce, permanent employees and law clerks alike, intensely loyal to the institution and dedicated to the rule of law, he said. Court employees have an exemplary and important tradition of respecting the confidentiality of the judicial process and upholding the blah, trust of the blah, court. Blah. This was a singular and egregious branch of that trust that is an affront to the court and the community of public servants who work here. So basically, someone's law career is completely over and they'll probably go to jail. Well, the, well I don't know if they go to jail, but I know for a fact that they're definitely their law careers over. They will be disbarred. They are. Uh, yeah, you breach the trust of the yeah. Supreme Court of the United States. You're pretty much fucked. You're fucked, dude. Yeah. You, you, good you luck. Well go. Good luck finding another job. Go Learn to code. Yeah. That, that'd be a smart one. 
Mm. Go, go or, learn to code. Or gay porn. Yeah. I mean, I've heard yeah. it's a growing industry. I don't know, but I've heard that. So um, this, uh, supposedly, this particular clip was the one that kind of flipped the switch. As so it were, as, as it were. All right, well, we'll see. Delegate Tran. Yes, sir. How late in a pregnancy would your bill apply if a physician would simply willing to certify that that the uh, continuation of the pregnancy would impair the mental health of, of the woman? How, how late are we talking about? In well, so, so the way the suggestion that we've um, made in the bill is to say it's in the third uh, trimester and at the you know, with the certification of the physician. So, so how late in the third trimester would you be able to do, to do that? You know, I'm, it's very unfortunate that our, the, our physicians, uh, our witnesses, were not able to attend today to speak specifically. No, no I'm talking that. about your bill. How, yeah, how late? I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman or physical health? Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So, I mean. Through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay. But to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So, um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, um, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman I understand would make that. I'm that asking point. if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that, yes. Okay, well, I'm confused. How does... So, the, the theory is that, basically, they have pushed so hard the other way that the justices really felt they had no choice but to completely get rid of it. Well, is she a biologist? I agree with Sparky Boy. Is she a biologist? No, she's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. Or, or how, how does she know what a woman I mean, is? She's a politician. But regardless. Um, it, infant affect the mental health of a woman. Come on. I've been around pregnant women. Many of them are mentally impaired some of the time. Actually, most of the all time. All of the time. I was about to say, <laughs> Dylan was no spring chicken. No. No, uh, when she was no, pregnant, and no. uh, it's really funny because uh, we got a lot going on over in the fucking pill side too. This you guys are definitely stretching the limits of my mouse tonight. Um, so uh, Leo Slayer said he he's gonna have a kid and have it named Marshall Star for me. Appreciate it, bud. Fantastic. <laughs> oh man, and uh, you guys are talking over there about uh, whether that was Biden or not. Hmm. It's never Biden. Yeah, I don't think it is. I, uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's weird. It's never the Biden that was actually vice president under Obama. It, well, that we both can agree on. Is it a Biden? Maybe. Is it that Biden? No. Yeah, no shit. I just. Uh, no. Ugh. Okay. So this morning, Mick loves to put on the local news in the morning. And he actually. Well, I have to. I, uh, he has to because he can't just ask Alexa. No, no, no. It has um, nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with I need to make sure that I get both sides of the story before I with, come on here at okay, night. Okay. So Tara says, My husband affects my mental health. Can I kill him? Uh, BT Wallace said, No, you didn't give birth to him. But Tara said, He's been in my vagina, though. 
<laughs> Which one? Her husband. <laughs> Tara. Good point. That's that's a rough one. Oh, Wix Vixen says, I miscarried at 13 weeks. The hormones are off the chain. I considered myself mentally fucked for a while after. Absolutely. I've I've done that. I, I miscarried. Uh, my first miscarriage was at 12 weeks. My second miscarriage was at 14 weeks. My third miscarriage was at 20 weeks. So, yes, it's never fun. Um, it's horrendous. Um because you have all you have the depression on on top of the hormones that are already coursing through your, your body. body that then you literally have no I mean you you have all these hormones built up through your pregnancy and then once you actually give birth it, it's it, it's such an expectation and it, like there's a way for your body and uh, your physiology to deal with that when you miscarry at any point your body doesn't know how to handle it your your brain doesn't know how to handle it like your hormones are so fucked for so long it's it's not even funny so so it, it does get easier over time though i will oh, say we're gonna break away real quick because they have a really good conversation going on over on pilled right now mm -hmm. uh it's all it's all over the internet that it's sodomayor's clerk amit john yeah and sodomayor was or, probably on board with it too absolutely. and she warned everybody that it was coming out yeah i completely agree yep this is my point and i think are, obama told her to leak it it Thank you. Would you get the fuck out of my head too? Would you all stop mind fucking me? Jesus fucking Christ. I'm tired of this fucking I'm sorry. I'm getting you think so fucking loud. I can't help it. The um turn your brain down. Look, there, there's there's a lot to unpack with this, but there's really not too much if you go by the playbook. They have a playbook for this shit. They have posted it. They post political playbook. It's their playbook and how this shit works. That's why Politico got the story to begin with. Because it didn't come from just some random willy-nilly dude who found it on the printer and said, oh, hey, you guys might want to read this on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not that. It's actually bigger than that. So somebody didn't come running out going, oh, hey, here, you might want to read this on the air. No, that didn't happen. This came from official government people that walked up and said, hey, here you go. This is fire. Yeah. Go and ahead. walk the fuck away. Post All right. Print Normally, them. they got the little wire rim glasses. They're round. They got these little shoes on that look really cute with their tassels and whatnot and all that fucking gay shit. Yeah. Those homos. That's how that works. That's how the handoff goes. All right. You're absolutely right. I bet Sotomayor was in on this. Uh, I, I bet we find out about this. Yep. That's why I'm saying be prepared for what happens tonight. No, we because won't find out about it until Obama's taken down. One more time. Be prepared for it tonight because I'm telling you what it happens tonight really makes for breaks for the January 6th folks. Because we could see a whole different and for us and for all you fuckers listening on every platform out there that you're on. If you listen to this show, you're a domestic terrorist. Yeah. That's what you've been defined. That's what this administration thinks of you. You're on a list somewhere. Okay. So fuck them. But let's, let's put it this way. If what I heard is going to happen tonight, let me tell you something. Cause where are we at right now? We want abortion gone. We want it obliterated. No more laws, no more money, no more federal funding, no more of that. Let the states fucking decide. That's our, our take. We're not up there protesting. There's no domestic terrorists right now in fucking D.C. 
Hmm. So if DC burns tonight, this is what I'm propagating. If DC fucking burns tonight, who was it then? Who was it, Democrats? Who was it? Please. I am dying to fucking know. It's the same people that burned it in. Oh, it was the Canadians. Fuck. You're absolutely right. My bad. No, it was it was it was the British, the ones that burned down the White House the last time, you know. Oh, the, the, you mean the green, green dragoons came yes, back? Exactly. And they had they had yeah. just that accidental faulty pack no, of matches, and I, the match say, got flicked on the carpet, and the house burnt down. Done. Done. Okay. I, I will say though that the T-shirt I'm wearing tonight, this is product product of grace, and I'm wearing this very specifically because I am a product of grace. So are you? Anybody that was born after 1973 is a product of grace. Okay. Right, because you you're. Your mother had the choice to abort you, to abort you, yeah. to, to, to murder you in the womb, dismember you and the government to sell your body parts. Um, and I'm sorry if that's harsh, but it's absolutely true. That's what they do. And if your mother chose to let you live, then you're, you're, you're a product of you're grace, a product of grace. Completely agree. So anyway, so, uh, before we get carried away, again, let's just sit and wait on this one. That's all I'm asking. Okay. All I'm asking is let's just take a time and just give it some time. Let the story develop. Because right now, I got to be honest with you, I, I, that's one place I lack sources. I don't have a whole lot of people that will talk to me from the Justice Department or, I mean, yeah, actually, like I got anymore. I got a lot of agents. I don't have a lot of high-ranking people in the Justice Department, but I got a lot of agents. I got a lot of people that do a lot of stuff that tell me stuff sometimes uh, every once in a blue moon. Um, but, but anyway, all right. Supreme Court, not so much. So as, um, I, as I was saying earlier, Mick loves to watch the, the liberal news in the morning, and he specifically loves to leave it on for me when I get home because he knows how much it drives me fucking nuts. I can't stand this dumb cunt Savannah Guthrie. Anyway, um, Hoda's just as bad. Uh, but uh, he called me as I was on my way home this morning and he was like, you have to get this interview with Savannah Guthrie and Bill Gates. It is fucking explosive. And I was like, explosive, like diarrhea explosive. Like I, I you're sitting on the toilet texting this to me. Um, pretty much anyway. So, uh, it's 11 minutes. I pray to God. I haven't actually watched it. I, cause I did not want to have to watch it more than once. And I pray that Mick doesn't make us watch the entire thing, but here, here it is. Let this dumb cunt. Whatever. Well, actually, I think you all will take some interest in this because he openly does not deny any one of the conspiracy theories that Savannah Guthrie brings up. Okay, well, go. Let's have at Watch. it. Watch. Let's let's have at it. Bill Gates co-founded Microsoft nearly 50 years ago at the forefront of the computer age that changed the world. And since then, he's been using the fortune that earned him to change the world. The Gates Foundation giving away tens of billions of dollars over the past decade. He almost also famously predicted the world was unprepared for a pandemic in a 2015 TED Talk that was unfortunately accurate and has been viewed now 43 million times. Well, he's sounding the alarm again this morning. His new book, How to Prevent the Next Pandemic, is out today. It's also been a year of upheaval in his own life after he and Melinda, his wife of 27 years, announced their divorce one year ago today. So, Bill, we have so much to catch up on. It's good to see you. Good morning. Good to see you. Well, I, I think this is the definition of what they call a hard sell. You're, you're out here promoting a book, How to Prevent the Next Pandemic, and you know people are sick and tired of hearing about the pandemic. Uh, they have COVID fatigue. Why is this the moment to have this conversation? Well, I don't want us to wait uh, until we forget about how awful this has been. I mean, we've had tens of millions of deaths, you know, trillions of dollars of economic loss. 
education loss, mental depression. Uh, and with a few key steps, we can make sure this won't happen again. There's something strangely optimistic about this book. You've got a whole bunch of ideas on how to actually prevent the next pandemic. One idea, you, you compare it to firefighters. We need kind of a global firefighting team that's ready to uh, find the next pandemic and respond to it. How would it work? Well, in firefighting, we're all trained to know that, you know, there's the exit. Uh, we, the U.S. alone has over 300,000 full-time firefighters. So we take it seriously because if one house burns down, it can, uh, you know, affect an entire community. Pandemics are even worse. And we didn't practice. We weren't ready to go. A few countries that were more ready, uh, like Australia, have 10% the deaths that we have. So... Uh, the debate about exactly how to invest in that preparedness now is the right time, even though we're still trying to get out of this one. Yeah, you've argued that basically pandemics, um, disease is inevitable, but pandemics are not. And if you spend billions now, you save trillions <laughs> later. Is that a pretty good summary of the book? Yeah, big, me, big return. Tell me about, um, you, you have this germ team that you propose. We have the World Health Organization. Why isn't that enough? Well, they're not funded, actually, uh, to go to countries and practice. They're not funded to fly in when there's an outbreak. Uh, so they need about a billion a year, 3,000 more people that would stay dedicated to pandemics. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. He just said that the World Health Organization is not funded to go to where pandemics are. Uh, you know, and that's interesting. So over the weekend, last weekend, apparently speaking to the Financial Times, um, he said that he, he basically reiterated this or he he's reiterating it on this, but he said that more money is needed to prevent a future pandemic from emerging. He said that the WHO is the only organization that can run such an operation. He warned that as the conflict in Ukraine dominates international policies, leaders shouldn't lose, lose focus on COVID. Uh, he said, it seems wild to me that we could fail to look at this tragedy and not, on behalf of the citizens of the world, make these investments. The amount of money involved is very small compared to the benefit, and it will be a test. Can global institutions take on new responsibilities in an excellent way, even in a time period where U.S.-China relations are tough, U.S.-Russia uh, is extremely tough? Um, so, uh, and he's saying that the, the WHO is distracted with many other activities. Um, but it sounds to me like he is just softening up the, the new WHO amendments treaties that's about to pass. That's exactly where I was going with that. Yeah. But your bigger point there that I thought was more interesting was the point that he, or the point that he brought up, I guess, or this uh, serial killer brought up, because I got to give it again to the pill, pill here. Their conversation going on over here. Is he rocking back and forth like a serial killer? Oh, he's past serial killer. He is a mass murderer. I was about to say he's we're over serial like, killings. We're, we're like Twelve or more gen serial. He's genocidal. He's genocidal. Yes. Mass murderer. Like just the kids in the um, that he killed. To, um, this guy is fucking absolutely worthless. But yeah. uh, no, guys, I, I get it. I, I know how hard it is to listen to these people, but we have to because how are we going to know what the fucking argument is? Yeah. How are we going to know? Yeah. This is the argument. This is the crux of every argument. I know. I want to fucking punch this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. are, are you going to play more of it? Because yeah, the, the because Marks and Jeffrey Epstein apparently get very interesting. I didn't listen to that either. But they do. They get very, very interesting. Okay. And again, I want <laughs> one person to listen to this. I want one person to tell me where he openly denies ever, ever going to Epstein Island. 
please. Uh, and Pilled Event 201 was your planning practice run. Absolutely. Absolutely. Abs I, I, yeah. Not disagreeing. Yeah. We all agree with this. This is all planned. But this motherfucker, he's, you can see, like, I, I see little bits of Soros in that little yeah. fucking shady fuck. I'd love to, oh my God, I'd love to bash his fucking skull in. <sighs> Good thing I'm a civilized human being. Good thing. Gimmicks don't are? come very often, so it's easy to to take your personnel and go work on other things. And here, we'd make sure that this team had those skills and was always practicing. By the way, in some ways, we were lucky with this pandemic. It certainly could have been a more contagious virus, and it could could have been. Oh yeah, Savannah. Lethal. Yeah, we we were yeah, lucky. You're right because uh, I didn't plan for it to be that way. Three percent. Uh, smallpox is thirty percent. So. This is not the worst case, all the more reason. Hey, so one more question real quick, just something to think about, throwing this out there. How does Bill Gates know what the lethality of smallpox and the flu is compared to what the lethality of COVID is, let's say? Because, you know, what is he, a doctor or something? Last time I checked, he's not. Oh, come on. You know, he's got an honorary doctorate in St. Fucking Nintendo. mass murder. Yeah to make these investments in preparedness. When you look at how the U.S. and the world responded to COVID-19, whether it's masks or vaccines or shutdowns, closures, it's become so political. I wonder if, if it happened again, if it was March 2020 all over again with COVID-19, would we even be able to mount as effective a response as we did last time around? It's been so politicized. Yeah, it's unfortunate that... Uh, we didn't get trusted voices in both parties talking about the benefit of masks and vaccines uh, so that it wasn't a political issue. I think everybody does support the health workers who are heroes. Uh, I think they support the innovation where we got the vaccine out faster uh, than ever before. And that has saved millions of lives. Even that vaccine, we can make a better one where you never get infected. Uh, uh, so, you know, innovation, uh, like in many areas, is where I see a potential for a consensus and for avoiding most of the damage. Yeah, the book, if you want to geek out on some of the innovations <laughs> and where the technology is, a vaccine, you can inhale a pan vaccine. It's in there. But let's talk about misinformation, because that has been a hallmark, unfortunately, yes, of this pandemic. About President Biden rather famously said time. last July that misinformation on social media is killing people. Do you agree? Absolutely. Uh, it's been weird that, you know, vaccines have been attacked as, you know, being overall net negative or there's some conspiracy here. It's terrible. Well, some of it affects you. You're, yeah, you're part of these conspiracy theories. That is a very weird thing that just because I support vaccines to save millions of lives, people are saying, no, I, you know, I make money from vaccines or that I'm trying to, you know, cause death or track or you do uh, a lot of strange stuff. Um, hard to understand why that is. Well, you know, misinformation is obviously a big issue that a lot of folks like you are worried about. Elon Musk just recently announced moves to acquire Twitter. I wonder if you are concerned about the proliferation of misinformation, given some of his views about expanding what he refers to as free speech on Twitter and what you think of the acquisition. That sounds a little scratchy well, there. the digital like realm has facilitated, know. you know, kind of interesting but wrong ideas spreading very quickly and we need to innovate so that digital realm is more of a positive thing of getting the truth out and that people are seeing hey this is false do you worry um, about elon musk well elon uh, you wouldn't want to underestimate elon what he did at tesla is amazing helping with climate change what he did at spacex uh you know 
Will he this time uh, make that improvement? You know, should there be laws that strike a better balance of uh, free speech versus, you know, conspiracy theories confusing people? Um, you know, Elon thinks he can improve Twitter. Well, but are I, they? Don't, I don't know I mean, specifically what are they do, really, but, Bill? Because uh, I don't think they are. Know, they it, keep coming it, fucking true. It is. Uh, there's an opportunity and we need innovation in that space. Well, let's talk about you personally. It's been a period of transition. Wait, it was actually it one on year ago today that right. you and your that wife costs a lot of money. filed for divorce. How have you been coming to terms with this? Well, the divorce is definitely a, a sad thing. Uh, you know, I have responsibility for causing a lot of pain to my family. Um, you know, it was a tough year. I feel good that uh, all of us are moving forward now. You know, my oldest got married. Uh, Melinda and I are, you know, continuing to work together. So, um, you know, it, it was sad and tragic, but, uh, you know, now we're, we're moving together. Yeah, she did an interview recently and she talked about times in her marriage. She said she was lying on the floor crying. Um, what was it like for you to hear that and to hear it publicly? Well, this was a a very tough thing. We had a, <laughs> a lot the Lindsay. Of Which one, Lindsay? In our marriage, <laughs> the kids, the foundation, uh, the enjoyment we had. Uh, and so it's a very hard adjustment. Uh, you know, I know divorces are different, but, uh, you know, just a complete change. You know, we were partners, we kind of grew up together. Um, and now that that's different. We're not married. Frankly, there were allegations of extramarital affairs. And when she was asked about that in the interview, she said, that is a question that Bill needs to answer. So here you are now. <laughs> Did that happen? Were you unfaithful in your marriage? Is that one of the reasons there was a divorce? I certainly made mistakes and I, I take responsibility. I that don't think delving yes. into the particulars at this point is, is constructive, but that would yes, be a definite yes. Uh, I, um, caused pain and I, I feel terrible about that. What have you learned from that? I mean, you, you were someone who has this, uh, this is how we kill people for knowledge, kill people better. Divorce is an experience that can be, um, a journey to learning something about yourself and change. Hopefully, what have you learned about yourself? Mm. Uh, um, misinformation is a good thing. You know, they, there's areas that you're like a climate or, you know, health where I, I have expertise and on personal matters like this, I, I'm, you know, I, uh, I don't you're 70 something years expert. old. I, You've been married uh, for should be very more than half your life and you, you know, success, have uh, no input on you know, a, personal a matters or relationships. How, how about you just be um, honest? Like, look, I like so to fucking bang you know, young hookers. Great advice for other people. Yeah. Um, I have to ask you yeah. about that. Um, oh, here we go. That that okay, was okay. One of the strains, your relationship with him. And, um, you know, why? I guess the question is real simple. I mean, why did you continue to meet with him when you met him? He was already a convicted sex offender. Um, you know, and do you regret that? I certainly made a huge mistake, uh, not only meeting him in the first place, but uh, I met with him a number of times. But he doesn't regret it. Uh, yeah. I had a goal of raising money for global health. I didn't realize that you know, meeting with him almost downplayed uh, the incredibly awful things he did. You know, I learned more about that over time, but uh, you know, I'd add that to the list of big mistakes, including you know where 
Melinda's advice was sound and I, I should have followed it sooner than I did. And you never saw anything where you thought, this doesn't feel right. Linda kind of had a visceral reaction the first time she met Okay, him. hold on, hold on. No, Whoa, time out. I want you all to see something person. real quick, all right? Uh, hold on. For, before his answer, I want you to see something really quick, okay? Now, this is, you're only going to get this here, folks. I'm going to tell you this right now. We're going to go long because I'm going to tell you about this right now. What you're about to see, this is a, this is how a skilled interrogator talks to someone. And I want you to look at something real quick. I should have followed it sooner than yeah, I Yeah, we got to listen to this. Like, you never Again, saw sorry. anything where you thought. Okay. Look how Savannah Guthrie is sitting. Yeah. Okay. That is the look. That is the normal look of nothing but trust, confidence. You're talking to me. We're supposed to. Yes, it is across legs, but her arms are not. If she was like this. Like, well, they can't see you. I get you. So if if she had her arms crossed in front of her like this, okay, that would be more of a sign of, hey, fucking, I'm here to fuck you up type shit, all right? But look how she's sitting. She's got one hand on one arm. Yep. If you've ever seen a therapist who talks to you like from behind you, like you're laying on the couch and they're behind you talking to you, like, it's all going to be all right. You're going to be just fine. 90% of them sit just like this. Why? Because this is the position of honesty, truth, feeling trust, trust. It is a position in a relaxed stance in this case, because if you look at them and I'll show you again, he's got, he's got like khakis on, he's, he's hold, wearing he some always, sneakers. He's, he he's holding a cup of coffee. coffee. She's sitting there all professional, like, like, Hey, check me out. How does she know? about what's going on Epstein's Island, unless we're not wrong. That's my first question. She's been there. That's my point. I bet she's on the rolls for Epstein's Island. Yep. What do you want to bet? Anybody want to go in with me on this? I'm dead serious. I bet she's been adding to this shit. She gave herself away. She didn't, we didn't have to fucking figure this shit out. I figured this shit out by watching her just the way she was talking to him because she was talking to him from a place of trust. Like, I know about this. I know what you're talking about. I know all about this. Really? Oh, you do, Savannah. Okay, keep Interesting. Playing. I just always. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Little shit like this is Absolutely. like oh, that's, killer I, for that. That's why I want you to keep playing. Then that kind of had a visceral reaction the first time she met him. Now, no, he, was he looks up a bad person to the left, to the left yep. which it looks so, like it's to the right on your screen, but remember it's mirrored. He's so reflecting he's looking up and to the left. He's ref he's reflecting back. He's looking back for a memory specifically. He's specifically looking for a memory, not uh, there's a fairy up there on the, no, no, it's nothing like that. Trust me. He is looking for a memory. He is lying. Yeah. Lying. Yeah. Fetching a fib. You're right, Ellsworth. Thank you. And, yeah. You know, uh, I had a reason that I thought those meetings would lead to something good, but uh, I shouldn't have done them. And finally, on this topic, you recently gave an interview. And you said you'd marry Melinda all over again. Um, she says you guys are friendly. <laughs> yes, it does um, matter. I'll get into that in one second. Friends, but friendly. How do you see the relationship moving? <laughs> so forward? I'm gonna I'm gonna no, stop it right here because uh, there's no point in listening yeah, to this. We already know that. that Melinda hates her. Yeah. And who gives a shit? Yes, it does matter. When you stick when your you dick in someone else's wick, your wife's gonna hate you. Sorry, that's what happens. I, I don't get speechless much, but that kind of 
took the sails right up from underneath my bag. You like that? <laughs> Thumper humper. Anyway, um, no, yes, it does matter because if you're looking up into the right, you're recalling, if you're looking straight up, you're trying to recall information. If you look to your right, you're trying to recall a memory. Memory is always more associated with the right side of your brain as per the left side. Left side is all your, your artistic and you know, all your dream ability comes from your left side. So if you look up into your left, some people have argued both ways on this. I've heard both ways. Really, the only people that can get away with this, if you've ever, 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 ever been trained in how to fucking get by a fucking lie detector, that's the only way. They're the only people that could probably pull all of this off without lying. Like, they can't. There's. I, I'm trying to recall the words just to even talk about it right, but. They're the only ones that know the body motions that stop you from, you can physically stop doing uh, what you're doing with just a couple different random things that during an interview change the whole course of the interview. And it's, some of it's just physical. Some of it's actual, the way you talk, what you talk about. One of the big things is one of the first things, and I know most of you haven't been there, so I'll, I'll go ahead and educate you to this part of life. But a lot of the times when a cop comes in for the first time to talk to you, especially if it's about a serious crime, the first question he's going to ask you is if you're on any illicit substances, if you're on uh, any drugs that might uh, amend or abolish your comprehension whatever of the questions in which you're going to be asked. Uh, a lot of the times they they'll send another detective in to do it. If it's a real serious crime, just so they have a third party disinterested party involved. And it's the fair way of doing it because if they, if you walk in there and you say, Oh yeah, well I took like fucking two hits of fucking, I, I did an eight ball an hour ago and I fucking did two shots of morphine right before I walked in here. Then yeah, I'm not going to talk to you until tomorrow morning. Or, or the next day. I'm going to let you sleep the shit off and I'm going to keep you in a controlled environment, in which case then I can have a conversation with you. Because right now I can't because I know it'll get thrown out in court. So there is a method to the madness. Um, however, what he's showing, what he was showing, he never once directly said that, no, I never went to Epstein Island. I never, never. He said, I did know him, but he never said. He didn't seem like a bad guy. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he, wasn't he, a he tried to play it off like yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it really is it. No, not we a big were deal just here. Concerned about global health. I, I I wasn't banging underage kids on his private island in a satanic temple. No, not at all. When I saw this, yes, I I had all of the same emotions. Everybody said on here on both screens that I'm watching right now, not to include probably the third, but. I can tell you right now, I've had every single emotion you've had. I've wanted to punch the TV. I wanted to fucking be like, you're a fucking murdering rapist. You fucking piece of sludge. I want to fucking bring you up on charges on now, but I can't. Just wait. Just wait, motherfucker, because uh, bear knows. Bear knows. Just yep. trust me. Bear knows. All right. Um, well, we, we, we can't go too late. Yeah, we, we, do, have to get, we that, do have to get the fuck out of But there's one more clip that I want you to play tonight because it's kind of related to this. It's um, from uh, Dolores Umbridge. Um, that good old not Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, yeah, Nina Jankowitz, and we'll save the other ones for tomorrow. Okay. Um, and be my tomorrow. We have Candace coming on. Candace Taylor. Oh my God! Can't Governor wait. Of Georgia, so excited. Um, so anyone, if you are in Georgia, if you know someone in Georgia. 
Please tune in tomorrow at 6 p.m. for Candace Taylor. Yes. 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 So exciting. Uh, and she is, uh, she's, trust we love, me, we love, we love, we love us from Candace. Yeah. This will be a great experience. And you get to hear about a real grassroots campaign who's about to go to the primary. We get to really find out what Georgia thinks. Yeah. This is what I can't wait to see because, as far as I'm concerned, if you have not seen, uh, I did you share it yet on any of the social media shit? I was waiting. Okay. Because oh, I want to play it on the show. Okay. Well, then that's different. All right. Either way, let's get this one out of the way because we got to go. Yeah, we do. Um, talking about the deep state and things like that, which is a, a, a thread among conspiracy com communities here in the United States, that there is this secret cabal here in Washington working to undermine the American people. Liar. It couldn't be farther from the truth as someone who She's works lying. with and around public servants. She's lying. Day. I, I'm um, gonna talking about uh, the deep. Hold on, I'm gonna show you right here. Hold on, ready? Things like that, which is a, a, yeah, a almost laughing about it. conspiracy com communities here in the United States. That okay, so everybody see her hands moving around? Yeah. Everybody see the hands? Like she's doing this number? Like you can't see she it? She talks with her hands. Yeah. Okay, watch this. Watch. All of a sudden, when she starts to talk about like what she thinks about it, watch how her hands stop moving. There is this secret cabal here in Washington working to undermine the American people. It couldn't be farther from the truth. Her hands stop moving. Works with and around public servants. She's lying. She's a hundred percent lying. Hundred percent. She had all these boisterous hand gestures about the deep state and how it's working against us in this cabal. It's not working. She's lying. Yep. She's so, lying. There's definitely a fucking deep state. There's definitely a fucking I ministry. Should, of I just wanted to say that uh, because the Ministry of Truth told us that there is no deep state. Obviously, there is no deep state. <laughs> She's a liar. <laughs> I know. Either way. Um, okay. Tomorrow night, Candace will be here. Yes. So yes, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. Yep. Uh, please, if, if you live in Georgia, if you got any questions for her, please, and you're wondering if you want to vote for her or not, please send us a fucking question. I don't yeah. care what or the question is. I on. will ask you don't the question. To, you don't have to send us questions anymore. You can just pop on the stream tomorrow on Twitch, Pills, or Rumble. We will monitor all of them. Ask your questions. We'll relay them to Candace. We'll figure tomorrow. out how to set up a... a on time, yeah. Maybe we'll set up like a, uh, uh, your computer over there with rumble going up on it. Yeah. And, we'll uh, that. that's the way we're going to run it tomorrow. So that okay. way we can see rumble as well. Yep. So either way, folks, um, we look forward to having you all back tomorrow night. Uh, we will see you tomorrow at 6 PM Eastern standard time. Like share, subscribe, please. Um, for the Mick and be Lynn. We'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Thanks for watching.
Mill, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life.